0: so let's do a little summarizing of this uh, passage regarding being in the spirit because it's so uplifting when you really get an angle on it that is by faith and trust and not uh, and and you don't fear it as if it were uh, something um, spooky or beyond your spiritual experience and only for the uh, religious elite Um, And all of that nonsense, let's get a view of it that comes about by the gospel, shall we? This is uh, Colin Cook, and this is How It Happens, a broadcast on the good news of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, the good news that in him we are counted as righteous, we're counted as reconciled uh, to the Father, and in him there is no condemnation, all judgment has been taken away. And we have faith gifted by Him to us so that we can trust and believe. You're welcome to listen to this broadcast every Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at 4 in the morning on KLTT AM 670 in the Denver and Colorado and surrounding states areas. Thank you so much for being with me today. So we have this passage here. Uh, let me just read it again to you. We did most of it yesterday, but I want to extend it uh, in another area today. But if you, uh, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. And we needn't worry about whether the Spirit is in us, because if we believe in Jesus Christ by faith, knowing and trusting that he is our salvation, then we have the Spirit. As I said yesterday, and I'd like to just review by this, the, Paul equates the Spirit of God with the Spirit of Christ and Jesus Christ himself. Notice that. He says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. So first of all, he calls the Holy Spirit the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, so now he calls the, the Holy Spirit not only the Spirit, but the Spirit of God. And then he spe- says, now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ— So now he calls the Spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ. And then he calls the Holy Spirit Christ. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. So we ought to avoid this tendency in many many Christian circles to believe this attitude that says, well, okay, you have Jesus, but now you need a higher experience and you need the Holy Spirit. Well, granted, the Spirit fills us with more of His presence, and now we become more and more aware of Him, and we grow in Him as the years go by. But anyone who has the Spirit, anyone who has Jesus, that is, anyone who believes in Jesus by faith, has the Spirit. And we need not go to this wrong doctrine that teaches us that, yes, you have Christ, but you need a higher experience now, and now you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. When a person knows that Christ is his righteousness and believes that, he has the baptism of the Spirit upon him, because it is only the Spirit that can reveal that to you, do you see? Now then, I wanted to go to Psalm 139. Because I want you to get a feel for what it is to believe that we are in the Spirit and the Spirit is in us. Listen to these verses, but again, listen to them without that view that it is a threat, something frightening. As if God is looking at us all the time and, oh, you'd better watch out what you do. Um, but rather that God's looking upon us all the time is a source of enormous comfort and enormous encouragement. Listen to this. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before, and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, it is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day, the darkness and the light are both alike to you, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well my frame was not hidden from you while I was when I was made in secret and skilfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed and in your book they all were written the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Now just think of the beauty of that. Think of our God as shrouding us with his presence, as keeping us in the palm of his hand watching over us every day i mean think of how beautiful it is if you fear the night surely the night no- the darkness shall f- fall upon me we say but even the night is light about us uh, about us even the darkness shall not hide from him the night shines as the day the darkness and the light are both alike to god and to think of it that God formed our inward parts. He covered us in our mother's womb. We praise him because we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and marvelous are his works. Our soul knows this so well because we look back as Christians and recognize that we were born of God's creative power. Our frame wasn't hidden from him we he it's not that he it's not as if he didn't know anything about us when we were made in secret and skilfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth our i his eyes saw our substance he saw everything about us when we when we were in the mother's womb being yet unformed and in your book they all were written the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them I mean, think of the times when things go wrong in your life and they are so unexpected and so shocking. And yet they're not unexpected to God. They're not shocking to God. The fact is, they were all written in God's book. They were all written before ever our days were brought to us. How precious. Are your thoughts to me, O God? How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. God's thoughts are so many towards us all the day, not wondering how he can stamp us out, wondering how he can destroy us in hell, but lifting us up, wondering, not even wondering as if he didn't know, but planning how to lift us up, how to sustain us, how to give us faith, how to put us in his Holy Spirit so that we are safe. You're never alone, you see. The beautiful message, now coming back to Romans chapter 8, the beautiful message of, the, of Romans chapter 8 is that we have the life of Jesus Christ in us. That life of Christ is his resurrection life. In his resurrection, we are living. We are living in God's raised life, the one who was once dead and is now alive again. And all our depressions and all our sorrows, all our griefs, all our anxieties, all our worries, all our, all our frustrations are In his resurrected life, when you know that, you see, then you know that the powers of these things are not as great as they thought, as you thought they were. They do not have power to separate you from the Father. And so, Paul goes on to say in Romans chapter 8, verse 11 now, But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. I mean, you could say to me, Colin, you have no idea how down I am today, how depressed, how broken, how disappointed. How grieved I am. And I'm sure I don't know that, but I know that God does. And I know that God's life, resurrecting, renewing life in Jesus Christ, is in all your depressions and sorrows and griefs and frustrations and anger, He's in those things, and he's transforming the effects of them. And so what you can do before God is to say, Father, I feel really down today, but I thank you for my downness. I thank you for my depression. I thank you for this irritation I feel. I thank you for this fatigue. I thank you for this grief because your resurrection life is working through it so that I begin to see you in every corner of my existence. That is the wonder of the grace of God. That is the wonder of the resurrected life in Jesus Christ. We needn't think that because things seem to be going wrong or our emotions are all out of shape and bent, that the Spirit of Christ is not in us. God entangles himself with the human race for the very purpose of straightening the human race out. The day will be seen in the judgment when all of the entanglements of crisis and sin and chaos and war and tragedy and loss and sorrow in the world, the day will come in the judgment when we will see all of God's working through that and we will see the triumph of His grace, and out of the vision that we see will be the victory of grace and the defeat of evil. That's the message of the gospel. At the end of time in the judgment, Christ will be seen on the throne, and He will be seen as a Lamb that was like one slain, because the sacrifice that He made has brought Life to the world. Thanks for joining me today. It's been a pleasure to share the Word of God with you, and if you weren't sure where that psalm was found, it was Psalm 139, 139. You ought to read it and maybe memorize it even. It will bless your soul. Well, thanks again for listening, and if you'd like to support the program, please do so with your donations. You can send them to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. That's FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. Or you can make your donations online at faithquestradio.com. That's faithquestradio.com. Thanks so much, then. And I'll see you next time. Cheerio and God bless.